This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, we have a very special episode on tap for today. We are having one of our famous trivia episodes, and I'm using famous very generously here. <laughs> uh, we, we haven't had one in a while. Uh, we usually do them, we, we, I would say, for, through our first couple of seasons, we did them here and there throughout. This year, we really have been far more focused on the day-to-day, but we used to kind of fill in the gaps when we had maybe some breaks or the Sabres were losing a million games at a time and would just do some trivia. So we decided that with us having to record this episode on Tuesday, because I'm leaving for Los Angeles on Wednesday, and our episode's going to be coming out on Thursday, we wanted to do something in advance, something a little fun and different ahead of that. So before we get into the trivia, though, Taylor, I did the unthinkable on Monday night. I stayed up until 1230 to watch the goddamn New Jersey Devils play. But you know wow. why it was okay, though? Because it wasn't I, even I, a good idea when they were good. I know. Well, amazingly, I was privileged enough to watch potential Vesna winner Andrew Hammond stonewall the Vegas Golden Knights pretty much all but near obliterating their playoff chances we were just talking about before we started recording that according to micah blake mccurdy on twitter he had said that vegas's chance right now of making the playoffs is around would you say 24 percent yeah the fact that with their backs against the wall that they weren't able to pull out a win against new jersey playing what their fourth string goalie and without having their best player active too in Jack Hughes, I, it, it was just insane to watch. And it, I got a little bit nervous too, because Vegas had scored with, I believe about a minute or two to go to make it three to two. So in my mind, I'm like, Oh my God, this is not going to happen. Like, please hold on Lindy, please, please. And <laughs> God damn, wouldn't you know it? They were able to pull out the win. And I, I mean, knock on wood, don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but boy, oh boy, does Vegas have an uphill battle to sneak into the playoffs now. Well, I mean, it's a little bit more than that. Like if they went out, they still really need the Kings to keep, and they're not going to win out. I mean, five games, probably in all likelihood, they need the Kings to keep playing poorly, which they really more or less have been for a month now. I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really getting close. It uh, really coming down to the wire. And it's and like, like we said in the last episode, Vegas has like seven guys on IR. So. Yep. Also a side note, I might be going to the Kings game on Thursday night, as a matter of fact. So who do they play? Chicago. The yeah. Hawks. That should be a win. Shouldn't it? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You would think so at that point, I we'll see what happens. I'm really excited to go check it out. I actually have, after thinking about it, I don't believe I've been to an NHL game in another arena. So I'm really looking forward to getting that experience, but uh, let alone one that'll be as pivotal as this for the Sabres chances. 
Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, also last night, this is something we've been talking about for a while, but I'm just going to point it out because I don't remember this ever happening in North American sports before. The Eastern Conference playoff teams, not this whole picture, are set with two weeks left in the season. Crazy. You know, officially set, like mathematically, last night with Washington's win. Uh, so they are, well, th- again, like we mentioned last episode, the actual matchups are very much not set. It looks like, in all likelihood, we're going to get Toronto versus Tampa as one of them. The other ones, we'll see. But, yeah, all those eight teams, we have eight playoff teams and eight eliminated teams. And just for reference, I'd say this is a pretty normal year in the West. Right now, we have four teams that have clinched mathematically and five teams eliminated. And, like, Um, we know, in all likelihood, Winnipeg isn't going to make the playoffs. And we know... Vancouver probably isn't, and now Vegas probably isn't either. But still, to, to have everything mathematically clinched with two weeks left is completely unheard of. Like, it's the, the gap here, it's, it's astounding. Washington is 17 points ahead of the Islanders. That's and nuts. currently, that's the spread between the eighth and the ninth teams. That is nuts. So, whereas I don't think it would be hard for the Sabres to get where the Islanders are right now next season it's going to be quite an uphill battle to get where Washington is, is the eighth best team. The, what I would call the Washington Pittsburgh, Boston level. So so there's some moves to be made, but anyway, yeah, let's get to this trivia. Let's do it. All right. So what we're thinking here, we each prepared two quizzes to give to each other. So we'll go back and forth. Do you want to do the honors and quiz me first, or do I want to do the honors and quiz you first? How do you want to do this thing? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'll go with, I'll I'll do you first. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, we are bringing back the return. I don't think we've actually played this this season. Uh, A mainstay of ours in our trivia episodes over under same. So the idea here is that I'm going to give Taylor um, two stats or comparing stats. And Taylor has to guess which one is higher, lower, or if the numbers are the same. Sound good, Taylor? Yep. All right. So to start off, as we were talking about the Vancouver Canucks there and their quest to make the playoffs this year, they, as we all know, as I'm sure many of us know, at least came into the NHL the exact same season as the Buffalo Sabres in 1970. They both were expansion teams together coming into the league. And Taylor, can you tell me which of those two teams between the Sabres and Canucks have made it to the playoffs more throughout their history Ooh, very until very recently i would definitely say the sabers because the canucks were not great for a lot of their history and the sabers were also not great but good enough to to be the team that got eliminated in the first round but with the sabers missing in this many years in a row here's the thing now and i'm thinking about this though the canucks have also missed a lot in this time period so i'm going to say it's close man I'm going to say the Sabres have made it more. Taylor, you would be correct, my man. Razor thin and could change as soon as this upcoming playoffs because the Sabres have made it 29 times to the postseason to Vancouver's 28. Wow. So very, very That's got to be at the top of Elias Patterson's mind right now. Oh, yes. Got to tie with the Sabres. Absolutely. All right, so who has 
throughout their career, Taylor, our next question here, who has the higher season high in goals, Tyler Ennis or Taylor Pyatt? And this could be with or without the Sabres. Well, we went over Tyler Ennis' stats recently. He had the most points of his career as rookie year, but he has some years in the low 20s with goals. I know Pyatt wasn't actually good, but like he had multiple hat tricks that I remember. He had like weirdly like three hat tricks as a saber. So I'm just going to, but I don't remember him being a good scorer. So I think I'm going to say Ennis. Taylor, that would be incorrect. Wow. And the reason why you thought that was because Taylor Pyatt's career high in goals, in fact, did not happen with the Sabres. It happened the year after he had left in 2006, 2007, when he had potted 23 goals. Tyler Ennis has scored 20 goals three times in his career, but never has exceeded more than 21 goals. Who did Pyatt do that with? Vancouver. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So we are, we're one for two here. All right, Taylor, tell me which is higher, lower, or the same. Cody Hodgson's career point total or Gilbert Perot's career power play goals? <laughs> ben, what would Cody Hodgson's point total look like? Like in the 125 range because he didn't play that long? 150? Whatever, I'm going to say Perot. It's close, but you are incorrect. It is actually Cody ah. Hodgson. Cody Hodgson's career point total is 142. So you were right on the nose with your guess in terms of how much, but Perot, his career power play goals is 134. Guy scored even strength. That's an important skill. I know. I hear you there. Well, did you see this, by the way, this real quick digression? Johnny Gaudreau this year has like 85 points at even strength. He, what an unreal year he's having. He's, I mean, not that this is breaking news, but top five MVP votes for him this year, for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's stick with Gilbert Perot, Taylor. Who has more goals as a Buffalo Sabre? Gilbert Perot or Thomas Vanek and Jason Pominville combined? Ooh, this is tougher with Pominville coming back. So Perot has like 5'11". Vanek had like 260 something as a saber, I want to say. Pominville came back, but he wasn't a crazy goal scorer. So I'm going to say it's Perot by just a little bit. You are correct. It would be Gilbert Perot with 512 career goals. Pomic, that Pomic. Is a couple name? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Uh, Vanenville. Um, no, Jason Pominville had 217 goals. Thomas Vanek had 254 goals. That makes for 471 again, compared to Perot's 512. All right, Taylor. Now we are moving on to a team stat. Who has the better postseason win percentage all time? The Buffalo Sabres or the Toronto Maple Leafs in terms of games or series total games. Hmm. The Sabres. You're goddamn right. We don't put that shit on this podcast. That's right. Buffalo Sabres, 48.4%. Toronto Maple Leafs, 47.5%. So next time you get in a fight with a Leafs fan on the timeline, everybody throw that one at them as well, along with the fact that the Sabres have won a playoff series more recently than they have. So moving on, let's go back to comparisons here between players. Who has the highest total win percentage in one of their single seasons in their career? Patrick Waugh or Dominic Hasek? 
Single season win percentage. Not win percentage, number of wins, excuse me. Oh, the most wins. Most in wins in a single season throughout their career. Hmm. Well, I assume because you're asking, it's got to be Hashik. I didn't say that. I mean, I'm just I I don't really have a guess either way because it could really be Dominic on the uh, Hashik on the O2 Red Wings or something like that. But I would lean towards it's probably Wah because all the good teams he played for. But I'm going to say Hashik. You're going to say Hashik? Well, you would be correct, yeah. and it's a very close one. Hashik had 41 with that Red Wings team, whereas Wah had 40 with the Avalanche. Wow. Single season career high. So that's another one in the books for you, Taylor. Nicely done. You, uh, I believe you are four of six right now. Good stuff. All right. Who has the higher goals per game in Sabres history? Pat LaFontaine or Alexander Mogilny? Wow. I, I think I'm going to say just because he played so few games and he didn't really have a downside to his game. career. What's that? Goals per game, not total. No, I, I know. I know. What I'm saying is LaFontaine never had this downside to his career where like, you know, he gets hurt. He plays worse, whatever. Cause he just got all these concussions and he was just gone. He's just out of the, he went to the Rangers and then he was just out of the NHL. So I don't think in McGillney, I know had a couple of years. He, when he first got here, he wasn't, like the guy he was when he was 76. And then I know his next season was kind of a disappointment, which leads me to believe that is actually LaFontaine. You are correct. Yes, Pat LaFontaine, career goals per game as a Buffalo Sabre is 0.59 to Mogilny's 0.55. So very, very close with that one. <laughs> wow, All right. 0.59, that's like a 50-goal pace. Yeah, crazy. All right, you ready for a fun one now? Yep. All right. High or lower or same, Rasmus Ristolainen's total goals on ice against as a Sabre or Mark Messier's point total as a New York Ranger. So Wait, that, would, that would be eight years for Ristolainen, his total goals on ice against, or Mark Messier's point total as a New York Ranger, in which was 10 years. Man, I bet this is close. It is. Goals against, well... I guess the, the giveaway part here is that Ristolainen probably played a similar amount of minutes to Messier because he's a defenseman that played a billion minutes when he was here, just more minutes than any forward plays. So I think that gives Ristolainen an advantage, even though it was only eight years. And also he was on the ice for so many goals. So I think it might be him. You, you are very, very, very sadly correct in that. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so bad. Um, in the eight years that he was a Buffalo Sabre, Rasmus Ristolainen was on the ice for 722 goals against. And Mark Messier and his 10 years with the New York Rangers scored 691 points. Whew. Yep. Yep. All right, Taylor. Higher, lower, same. Robin Leonard's save percentage as a saber or Ryan Miller's save percentage as a saber. Oh man. Robin Leonard had such a weird time here. Cause he basically had, he only played like 20 games his first year and then like was actually good his second year. And then he was terrible his third year and then he was just gone. So I'm going to go with the principle, like from LaFontaine's thing where like he didn't have enough time to really ruin it. It's not like he had like an 850 save percentage his last year and Miller Hmm. 
Miller was usually in that like nine, 14 or 15 range. Anyway, I'm just going to say Leonard. This is a tricky one because it is the same nine. So yeah, again, you're right in the ballpark for both of them. Um, but yeah, nine sixteen save percentage for both Miller and Lanner throughout their career as a saber. All right. And then our final one thought I'd end with a fun tank related one. Tell me Taylor, higher, lower, same the 2014, 2015 tank sabers total goals scored in that season or Sam Reinhardt's career goal total as of today. So the, the, okay. the Sabres collectively score more goals as a team, the tank year, or does Sam Reinhardt throughout his career have more goals? I mean, this should be really close, but I, th- I think it's Reinhardt. You're correct. And what's funny is that the difference is this season because the 2014-15 Tank Sabres team scored 153 goals. Sam Reinhardt's <sighs> career goal total as of today, as of us recording this, is 162. What's even crazier, though, is if you take away his 28-goal season that he's currently having right now, 134 goals as a Sabre. So we're talking about less than 20-goal difference between Reinhardt's career, again, on underperforming teams versus a combined team's amount of goals scored in a single season. 153 goals. You think there was a month this year when <laughs> Florida did that? Two games, Taylor. That's terrible. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I was like shocked as I was going through and finding that one. Wow. So did I go seven of ten? You did. Hey, that's not bad. That's pretty damn good. Good stuff. All right. So now we have another quiz. Hey, Ziggy's here. Ziggy's so we have another quiz. Yeah. Hell yeah. So he can answer too if you need help. All right. Ziggy's my uh, phone a friend. <clears throat> so I stole this quiz idea, not the actual questions and answers themselves, but the, the thought theme for the quiz, but it was stolen from someone else. So we played the original version of this before, which is the who he play for. Now that's originally is uh, on TNT's broadcast of inside the NBA. They do it like the first game of the season for Charles Barkley. They ask him, who's this guy play for? And usually he doesn't know. Right. So Sean McIndoe at The Athletic changed this to his own version of who doesn't, who didn't he play for? Ooh. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, ten guys, and I'll give you four teams, and you have to tell me which one he didn't play for. Okay, cool. I like that. So shout out to The Athletic and also Inside the NBA. So I'll start with this guy, Rob Brindamore. St. Louis, Philly, Carolina, and New York Rangers. All right. So he definitely played for, obviously, Carolina and Philly. Brindamore played for the Rangers. Hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Rangers. He didn't. Yeah. Yep, you're correct. Cool. He did okay. play for St. Louis first in his career, actually. Right. All right. Next guy, Doug Gilmore, Sabres legend. Okay. Who didn't he play for? New Jersey, Calgary, St. Louis, or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. That's correct. 
Yeah. Yes, he played for all these other teams. I was going to say, you could have said like 800 for him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, Hall of Famer, Yari Curry. Who didn't he play for? The Rangers, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, the Colorado Avalanche, or the St. Louis Blues? See, the Mighty Ducks are in there, and that makes me feel like I want to say them, but also at the same time, them being in there kind of makes me feel like he would have randomly played for them for like a year or something. Same one more time, Mighty Ducks, Rangers, Blues, and who? Uh, Colorado. Colorado? Let's go Colorado. No, he did play for Colorado last, really? actually. He did oh. not play for St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, that was going to be my next guess. Damn. All right. Well, I'll take that. All right. Now we have another Hall of Famer and Sabres legend, Phil Housley. Oh. Who didn't he play for? Toronto, Chicago, the New York Islanders, or St. Louis? Ooh. Well, I know it's not Toronto because he definitely played there. And you said the Rangers. No, no, the Islanders, the, the Islanders. Blackhawks, or St. Louis. The Islanders, the Blackhawks, or St. Louis. Uh, who do we want to go with here? The Islanders. Um, St. Louis. No, the New York Islanders. Oh, dude, I don't know why I forgot. Okay, never mind. That was just a huge mental lapse on my part. I meant, yeah, never mind. I was totally in my head was like visualizing Islanders. That's okay. Because he played for the Blues for what, like half a year or something like that? Yeah, basically. Son of a bitch. That was a little mental lapse on my part. All right, and now here, uh, let's move on to Brendan's boy, Jeremy Roenick. (laughs) He... Out of Vancouver, the Los Angeles Kings, San Jose, and Phoenix, who did he not play for? He definitely played for the Kings, Phoenix, and San Jose, so it's got to be Vancouver. Yep. Yeah. Never played for Vancouver. All right. All right. Now, uh, another legend, Sergei Fedorov. Who didn't he play for? Columbus, Atlanta, Washington, or the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim? So he definitely played for Columbus and the Mighty Ducks. And then you said Atlanta or who? Washington. It's the Thrashers. That's correct. Never played for the Thrashers. All right. Former Sabre, Dominic Moore. Ottawa, San Jose, Montreal, Florida. Who didn't he play for? Ottawa, San Jose, Montreal, Florida. I feel like he definitely played for Montreal. I'm almost positive he played for Florida, right? I can't think of when he would have ever played for Ottawa, so I'm going to go with Ottawa. That's correct. Never played for Ottawa. All right. Our old friend, Doug Bodger. Doug. Vancouver, Los Angeles, Calgary, San Jose. Who did he not play for? Vancouver, Los Angeles, Calgary, San Jose. Hmm. 
I know he played for Vancouver, and I'm pretty sure he played for San Jose. Uh, same again? Vancouver, Los Angeles, Calgary, San Jose. It's got to be – Jesus, Siggy. Um, Calgary. Correct. Never cool. played for Calgary. All right. A current player. Craig Anderson. Hey. Who did he not play for? Washington, the Islanders, Chicago, or Colorado? Washington, the Islanders, Chicago, Colorado. Something's telling me. I think it's got to be the Islanders. I don't remember him ever playing for them. That's correct. Never yeah. played for the Islanders. All right. And then the last one, Justin Williams, Mr. Game 7. Mm. Who did he not play for? The Rangers, the Flyers, the Capitals, or the Hurricanes? So this is either the Rangers or the Flyers. And it's probably got to be like a drafting thing. Um uh... Rangers of the Flyers. Let's say the Rangers. Correct. Yeah. All right. He played for cool. the Flyers against the Sabres in the playoffs in 2000. Okay. I don't remember what year. Anyway. There we go. Played, played for the Flyers. Anyway. That was a fun one, Taylor. I like that one. Yeah. Good How'd time. I do? Eight out of ten. Hey. All right. I'll take it. All right, so before we get to the third quiz, I'm going to go, we're going to get our uh, our old ad read out for our friends at DraftKings. We love DraftKings, folks. Of course, of course. And you know, you're hearing it more and more. Feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. The Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Well, I'm going to go with a pretty basic one here because of the fact, and I wanted to go with it because it's basic, but I also think it has some interesting names and omissions too. But since the Sabres power play has been killing it lately, I want to know if you could name the top 15 power play goal scorers in NHL history. And I will, it will probably be really difficult to do these guys in order. So let's just go through, you get 15 guesses. And uh, as long as they're on the list, it'll count. All right. Well, I guess we'll start with Ovechkin. Correct. He is, I actually don't want to say, well, yeah, no, he's number one on the list. I will say that 285. Yeah. I remember him breaking that. It was either last year or this year. Yep. And did he break Dave Anderchuk's record? Yeah. Dave Anderchuk is number two at 274. All right. All right. What about, I mean, is Wayne Gretzky got to be on there? 
Wayne Gretzky is not. He is number 17 on this list. Wow, even strength goals, huh? Yeah. I guess I'll just think of good scorers. Uh, is Gordy Howe on here? Yes, Gordy Howe is number 15. Okay. What about Brett Hall? Brett Hall is number three. All right. What about Bobby Hall? Incorrect. Mm, okay. What about uh, Phil Esposito? That is correct. He is number six on this list. So we're five for seven. All right. What about Mike Gartner? That is also correct. He, I believe, is number 10 on this list. Hmm. So that's All right. six for eight. All right. What about uh, hmm. Joe Sackick? Joe Sackick is just off of this list at number 16, but ahead of Gretzky, interestingly enough. Yeah, very interesting. What about Steve Eiserman? Stevie Y is right below Gretzky, actually, and is number 18. Hmm. What about Brendan Shanahan? Brendan Shanahan is on this list. Yes, he is number seven. Hmm. What about Dino Cicerella? Damn, Taylor. Very nice. Yes, Dino is on the list as well. All right, I think that puts you at what, like eight for 13 right now? <laughs> well, I'm, well, if I missed five, I I think I missed uh, all just outside guys, right? So missed Sackett, Gretzky, Yeiserman, Bobby Hall. Okay, so four then. So eight for 12. Okay. Three more guesses. All right. Uh, Hmm. Who's good here? I'm trying to think of guys in the six. You mentioned a couple of really big names here, Tay. Well, what about a recent 600 goal scorer in uh, Jerome McGinley? No, Jerome McGinley is just down the list too. I believe he's at about 20. Uh, Should have known. He's a he's an honest, hardworking, even strength scorer. Absolutely. Don't take those cheap power play goals. Mm-hmm. Well, in terms of guys that are playing now, I mean, like Crosby just got to 500. I feel like there's a lot, a lot of guys ahead of him. I'll give you a hint. There's nobody who's playing right now on here. So that's good. Cause I think Ovechkin is 200 plus ahead of everyone who's playing now. So yep. that makes me, I should be in the, the high 500s, low 600s. Well, I guess it would be stupid not to mention the guy who used to be the all-time leading goal scorer in Maurice Richard. He is not on the list. Damn. Two more. All right. Who else is in the 600s? Hmm. Again, you have a couple of very, very big omissions here. Two of these guys on this list were teammates, as a matter of fact. Wow. Yeah, I guess I should say Yager. That is correct. He is one. And then who's your last guess? Man, I didn't think he mm, I didn't think he played enough games, but also he scored so many goals when he did play. Should I just say Lemieux? You are correct. Those are the teammates. Yes. Who you had missed. All right. So we will go in order here from one to 15 in order. We have Ovechkin, Anderchuk, Brett Hall, Timu Solani. Oh, Timu. Yeah. 
Yep, he is number four on this <laughs> list. Number five, Luke Robitaille. Number really? Six, yep. Number six, Phil Esposito. Seven, Brandon Sh- Brendan Shanahan. Eight, Mario Lemieux. Nine, Marcel Dion. Everyone always forgets about Dion. I know. Uh, ten, we have Dino uh, Ciccarelli. Uh, Eleven, we have Mike Gartner. Twelve, Yarmir Yager. Thirteen, Joe Newendike. Never would have got Joe Newendike. Man. Yeah. He must have, how many power play goals did he have? 215. Must be like more than a third of his goals. It's almost half. 564 career goals. Yeah, that's like, that's got to be, that's roughly 40%. That's, God, Joe Newendike, man. Well, an even closer percentage is at number 14 in Keith Kachuk. 212 power play goals of his 538 career goals. I guess I shouldn't have been looking in the 600 so much. And then finally rounding out the list is Gordy Howe. And then just to go up to 20 for those interested, because we mentioned some of these names, 16, Joe Sackick, 17, Wayne Gretzky, 18, Stevie Y, 19, Mark Recchi, and 20, Brian Bellows. Brian Bellows is 20th? Yep, 198 power play goals. Behind him then at 21 is Jerome McGinley. 22 was our old friend, Pierre Turgeon, Ron Francis, Pat Verbeek, your boy, Jeremy Roenick, and then our mutual boy, Dale Howarchuk. How many goals did Brian Bellows have total? Brian Bellows had 485 career goals, 537 assists for 1,022 points. That is way more than I would have thought. Yep. People used to score more. Well, and what's crazy too about Brian Bellows, especially him, unlike anyone else here, He is, uh, what did I say he was? I believe he's uh, 16, 17, 18, he's 20th on this list for power play goals in terms of all-time goal or all-time, what is he here? All-time in points, he's, I think, like 85. I know obviously that's a different thing, but like that's crazy, that kind of a jump that you're 85th all-time in points, but you're (laughs) the top 20 in power play goals. And he used to have a um, animal themed SNL sketch about him. Yeah. I'm Brian fellows. Love Tracy Morgan. Yep. We love, we love it folks. He's a good friend of the pod. Yeah. We're going to have him on to talk about that episode on 30 rock. When he hang out with all the like uh, Bruins fans, I might be mixing up two things. We hung out with the interns. No, he hung out the interns. The Bruins guys are the guys that like torture Kenneth. And he's like, it's the guys from Boston. They're like, they're all so mean and they're all named Sean. <laughs> anyway, so I have, a, I have another quiz here. It's uh, about not just hockey. Ooh. It's the four major sports since the NHL playoffs are starting in under two weeks or roughly two weeks from now. And also the NBA playoffs are already underway. It's playoff time in general. So I wanted to talk about some, some champions of the past. This is all 21st century guys. I'm going to ask you a guy and you're going to tell me if he's ever won his respective leagues championship MVP trophy. So world series MVP, Conn Smythe, any of that stuff. Wow. Okay. 10 guys. Here we go. All right. Number one, Nikita Kucherov. No. Correct. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. the last two years have been Victor Hedman and Andre Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. All right. Jorge Soler. Jesus. 
Uh, no. Yes. Uh, Would you also believe that he is the reigning World Series MVP? Well, there you go. <laughs> Shows how much I've been following baseball these days. Yeah. I, I did, honestly, I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, wow, that's that can't be right. But apparently Jeez. it was. He had three home runs in the World Series and hit 300. So good for him. Also, <laughs> I was looking at it because I was like, oh, he won the World Series with the Royals. Right. But he didn't. But he won the World Series with the Cubs and then went to the Royals. So he's been around a lot of success for being a guy like Jorge Soler. Jesus. All right. Learn something new every day. All right. Dion Branch. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Did he ever win Super Bowl MVP? I'm going to say, yeah. He did in 2004. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Oh, four. I thought so. Yep. He had what was then the Super Bowl record for catches tied with T.O. in the same Super Bowl. Damn. Uh, but then uh, that's been broken multiple times. All right. Fourth, Wardell Stephen Curry. That's got to be a yes. It is a no. Really? Curry has never won finals MVP in the five finals that he's appeared in. Who won the first one without Durant? That would be uh, Andre Iguodala. Oh, my God. You're right. Wow. Okay. He got a finals loss, two Durant wins, and then another finals loss. But who knows? Maybe he'll win it this year. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, uh, Brad Not Richards. Actually, Jason Tatum is. Who'd you say, though? <laughs> Brad Richards. Oh, okay. Um, I think he's a yes, actually. Didn't he with the Lightning? Wasn't he? Yes, 2004. Yeah. All right. Chase Utley. Chase Utley. That's a name. I want to say no. That's correct. He didn't win it. Cole Hamels did. Okay, yeah. All right. Chauncey Billups. Chauncey. Um... Man, would it have been him with those Pistons teams? Um... I'm going to say yes. He did. 2004. Yet again, another 2004 one. Oh, four. And would you believe he shot 39% in the finals while winning that MVP? Come on, did he really? Yeah, the odds. I was going to say, I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel like Wallace or like Rip Hamilton or Tayshaun Prince or any of them would have would have won that. Yeah. Hmm. I think he mostly won it because he held Kobe to like 20% shooting. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Crazy finals. Yeah. All, All right. right. Tony Parker. Yeah. Yes. I felt pretty confident in that one. Yeah. 2007. Very nice. Ben Roethlisberger. No. Correct. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger has not won. It was the bus the first time, right? No. It no? was Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And then the second one was who? Santonio Gen- Holmes. Antonio Holmes. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right, Martin Brodeur. Just because I'm going to say yes. No. Oh, good. I'm glad that you included him in this then. (laughs) Um, In fact, I can throw it back to 1995 
when he won his first cup, and he also did not win MVP there. The three MVPs were Claude Lemieux, cool. Scott Stevens, and this yeah. might have actually made it a little bit easier. In 03, no one on the Devils won. It was oh, J.S. Jaguar. Of course, that's right. Damn. Yep. Oh, so I Scott Stevens won too, but I, I just would have figured that he would have just because people just, you know, give him praise just because. Yeah. True. So this is, fans. this is my, um, I guess, weird, uh, almost an olive branch to the other people of, of hockey Twitter that want to act like Kashyyyk's not the best player of all time, best goalie of all time. I would say the people that say whatever, wah, I don't usually get mad about that. The people that say Brodeur is better than Kashyyyk, I see the stupid logic in that, but where do you get that Brodeur is better than wah? Considering now that we just know this, zero comp Smythes for Brodeur, three for Wah, three mm-hmm. cups for Brodeur, four for Wah. It's just because regular season wins, because this guy stuck around and was terrible on awful New Jersey teams in the 2010s and, and then St. Louis. That's, that's what get, that gets him all that credit. Come on, guys. Is he a top three for you? Brodeur or Wah? Brodeur, obviously Wah. I feel like Kashuk and Wah are one, two, but... No, yeah, not even close. Broders, probably not top ten. I mean, I would, Damn. I would have, because so if you wanted the older guys, you have Jacques Plant. You got to say him. Mm-hmm. Terry Sawchuk. Yep. More recent than those guys, Ken Dryden. Yep, is unimpeachable. And then, you, I mean, if you wanted to really make people mad in New Jersey, I would also throw that. I think Henrik Lundqvist had a better career. Not as successful as a team. People don't realize this. People know that Broder had a really, really effective defensive system in front of him. People forget that Henrik Lundqvist had Mark Stahl and Dan Girardi playing a lot of big minutes in front of him. Yep. He had a, a couple smaller Ristolainens. Smaller Ristolainens. In front of him, like, not great for most of his career. And frankly, they scored, they're, I mean, they're a higher scoring team now than they were when they were winning with Lundquist. So there's those guys, at least I'd have to think about it more. I'm mean, Roders are in the, in the neighborhood of 10. His longevity is undeniable. I mean, it's great, but he's not wah. Also, I mean, wah, this is a great stat. He never had a, a league below average save percentage. Damn. So every season he played and we know goaltending is so inconsistent. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so he was never hanging around. 39 years old on a, a 29 win New Jersey team holding back Corey Schneider never happened. Damn. Anyway, crazy stuff. No, I agree. I, I wouldn't put him. I, you could, I, I don't think I would top five. I could probably be convinced in the top 10, but there's like we were saying, there's a lot of guys you got to keep in mind. Did you say Bernie Perrant too, even as a uh, potential? No, I didn't even mention Bernie Perrant. Yep. And frankly, if we're going to do the career success stuff, if that's going to be important, is Andre Vasilevsky going to be on there soon? That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, God, we were just talking what last week or two weeks ago that he's 26, 20, like, come on. He's 27 now. 27? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That Tampa team's not going away anytime soon. So yeah, true. All right. All right. Cool. How many more do we have? Or was that it? Yeah, that was it. Oh, cool. Look at that. How'd I do? Seven out of 10. We both did pretty damn well with this. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Do you have any Sabres thoughts you'd like to share since, uh, you know, we're still a couple of days out from their games this week, but uh, anything you'd like to share before we sign off for the day? No, because we haven't played since we talked last. So let's get Ryan Johnson signed. Let's get Ryan Johnson signed indeed. Let's also surpass Jack Eichel's career high in goals, Tage Thompson. Let, let, just pot one more and let's let's do that thing. Also, yep. Darlene, 50 points. Let's let's go. That's that's awesome. Let's let's keep that moving. Let's get Owen Power's first career goal. How about that? Yep. Would very let's much like it. to see that. Also, let's go Amherst. Like they're dangerously close to not making the playoffs this year, which, Oh boy, I really, if they don't make it this year, there, there's gotta be some conversations about Seth Appert moving forward. Yeah. There's no sure. reason, no reason. Or maybe just about the, well, there'd be more of an audit with a more Amherst focus Amherst focus person, but like, man, it does not seem like they have a good amount of talent down there. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, granted, though, they've had enough this year that they should be a playoff team, at least. I mean, you have Quinn down there, you have Paterka, you've had these younger guys like Byro and Weisbach, who have been playing generally pretty well for them. You have Brett Murray down there, you have UPL and net you I mean, the blue line is definitely thin, don't get me wrong, but they should be a playoff team. There, there's no reason why they shouldn't be making it this year. So hopefully they can pull it out down the stretch. Hopefully Vegas does the opposite of that. Yes. Damn Let's right. Make it happen. What's your, do you have a recommendation? Hmm. Have you seen Morbius yet? No, we only talked like 36 hours ago. I know I'm going to ask you every single episode and I hope you never see it. So I could ask you and you could just keep saying no. Um, let's see. No, I've not seen it. Look at it to make sure. I, did I watch anything? I really haven't watched much of anything. I mean, yeah, you know what? I liked, um, What's something general that I could recommend? I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go see a pre-recommendation. I'm gonna, oh. I might have a recommendation Sunday to see uh, the new Nicolas Cage movie. I'll be seeing that, but I already brought that up. Yep. So we'll see if I like it or not. Uh, if not, I recommend, uh, you know what? Better Call Saul. It's back, folks. I recommend you go back and catch up. All right. I like it. I'm going to recommend a band, not even like a record, just a band, the band crumb. They play, <clears throat> they're like lo-fi alternative uh, music, really cool female fronted band. Uh, listen to the song locket by them. That is a really, really, really great song. Really, really well produced too. But the reason I'm recommending them is because I'm seeing them in LA on Wednesday night. So very excited. Get off. Uh, get off the plane at LAX, look to my right and I see the Hollywood sign. And this is all so crazy. And everybody just seems so famous. You know, I'm just worried though. Cause like, maybe like, you know, my tummy's turning and I think I'll be feeling kind of homesick and there's just too much pressure and I'm nervous, but the DJ, you know, puts on my favorite tune and, and the Jay-Z song is on and the yeah. Jay-Z song is on, you know, I thought it'd be a stroke song. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. Well, Miley, what Jay-Z song you think she was talking about? Mm, big pimpin <laughs> honestly the time period would match up a little bit right that'd be a good one yeah mm. yeah but anyways though no crumb i recommend people check out crumb they're really cool different 
lower uh like smaller band but really really cool and uh excited to see them for the first time in la of all places so wow i just looked and it's actually takeover that she was singing about so that's interesting <laughs> wow <laughs> all right well uh who's your random sabers player of the episode hmm. let's make it doug gilmore doug gilmore i'll go with cody hodgson then sticking with our trivia subjects all right all right good the the best stuff well everybody thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of straight up sabers presented by the hockey podcast network and the charging buffalo make sure you're checking out both of the presenters of this podcast on their respective websites whatever streaming platform you're currently using make sure you're checking out all of our fellow shows on both networks and make sure you're following them on social media also make sure you're following us on social media facebook twitter and instagram straight up sabers and last but not least Use that promo code THPN when you're gambling with DraftKings. We will be back with a brand new episode on Monday, recapping this weekend's games and looking ahead to the final stretch of the season. So we'll talk to you then, everybody. Have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. This has been Straight Up Sabres. 